the only podcast that discusses hot gaming news straight from the source. This is Bombers. Got some news for you. Uh, Zyber's dead. Zyber that's, is dead. That's the gaming news. This straight straight from the source that is me to your ears. Here's a little callback to the to the pre-show. I figured it out. I figured out what my my shtick was gonna be. If you want to hear the pre-show, give give us money. What what is it? You, they have to. Is it five dollars a month? They have to give to get yep, the pre-show that's, stuff. That's all okay. it is. Yeah, you can give us more than that if you really want. But to get the pre-show, five dollars a month on Patreon slash This Is Bombers. More about that later in the hot gaming news, straight from us. Hey. Hello, Anthony. Hi, I'm Anthony. Bomber number f- five, aka Dag. Five. And uh, my wonderful co-host for today's podcast, bomber number one, Shay, aka Spiegel. I was just about to compliment the lighting on my webcam. Like this is a really high quality webcam, but I just turned my head a little bit. And I'm starting to see a little gray hair, a little uh, light shining off the gray hair. Do you see that there? Yeah, you got some shinies in there. Welcome to my world. That's why I grew it long, so it's harder to see. Little preview of what we're talking about at the end of the show. I think I'm getting too old for this, but uh, we'll we'll talk about it. Oh yeah, I saw that in our in our little uh, script-ish document here. Uh, I'm really bummed out. I'm really bummed out, dude, about what we're going to talk about later. And and me but being first, being seven years older than you, also probably pretty bummed out about what's what's coming in at the end of the episode. Uh, bomber number yeah. Zyber is deceased and will not be joining us. So uh, this opening line should have been in memoriam of him, but we don't care that much. Well, I didn't know that he was dead uh, before I wrote it, and then I didn't want to go back and change it. Uh, but what we do have is we do have a ghost uh, here that I will be drinking. Uh, the ghost and, of Zyber. Uh, I guess... We can pretend it's the ghost of Zyber. It is the tropical mango flavor, as we decided pre-show. So I'm going to crack this guy open right Which now. Which is how I imagine Zyber's ghost would taste. Tropical mango. All right. uh, so the ghosts, if you don't recall, have been very successful on this program. We da- uh, I drank a, uh, a blue raspberry, a sour blue raspberry, and a sour uh, watermelon warhead flavor. And those were pretty darn good. They've been, they, um, they get the sour knocking, knocking that out of the park, at least. But how do they do on tropical there, Shay? Yeah, it's tropical, dude. Let's try it out. I've got it open. It smells like a mango. It smells a little citrusy. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna just gonna go not, for it right now. I mean, what, what kind of fruit? Is, mango's not citrus. I gotta look this up. Mango. Hmm. Hmm. That one is um. That's very strong. Um. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Um. It's it's not bad. Uh, it, the one thing I really like about these ghost energy drinks is they don't taste like energy drinks. They taste like mango. what they are supposed to be. Um, this definitely tastes like mango. Um, this one maybe has a little bit more of that uh, energy drink sting that uh, that the other ones maybe haven't had so much. But I like it. It's pretty good. I, I would give this one a passing grade of pretty good. Today, so if you I like mango, check it out. Today I learned... Mango is a droop or a stone fruit. You know, I went to college for this stuff. I should have been able to tell you that, but to be honest, I wasn't really focusing. Uh, but maybe with this Carnapure Carnitine I've got here, maybe we can increase my focus over the course of the episode, and by the end, I will be locked in. And you'll know exactly so, what a droop is. I know what a droop is. I just wasn't paying attention. Well, Also in the droop family, nectarines and peaches and cherries. Avocado. Is that avocado? I'm, is it? I'm. I'm actually was questioning. Yeah. Yep. Because it's got a. It's got a pit. Yeah. Anything with a pit. Coffee, jujubee, mango, olive, most palms, such as the coconut. Kid Icarus. Pistachio, white sapote, cashew. You know what? Let's become a fruit podcast. Oh, we already are a fruity podcast. No, but a, a podcast. Okay. Yeah, I can't really. I can't really argue that. Plum. Plum is a is a droop. Apricot. Plum is good. Nice plum. Apricot, that, yeah. What? What is an apricot? Apricot. What do you say? Apricot? What are you talking? It's not made of apes. <laughs> what's, a, what's a damson? A damson or damson plum, also archaically called the damascene, is an edible drupaceous. Ooh, drupaceous. Good word. 
fruit. Well, that's the full name. That's the full name of the fruit family. Yeah, like a like Cretaceous a family, like a crustacean. If you think I'm making all this up, by the way, uh, I'm I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure on some of the things that I'm saying, but I do remember a lot of the the uh, horticulture classes that I took in college. So, so let's get in. Uh, let's let's talk about let's talk about some. some let's more. talk about blueberries. Let's talk about the degree days needed to properly grow a blueberry plant. Well, I was going to move on, but no, I'm actually very curious. Well, I can't remember right now, so oh. let's do the other thing. Well, that's disappointing. Let's instead of talking about fruit, let's talk about bombers. With the bombastic uh, news, the fruitastic news. All right, here we go. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So, um, I was Zyber gonna, is dead. Zyber is dead. That's very important. Yeah, I don't news. know if you heard. I was gonna like continue this and 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 make it be fruitastic news, but I don't know and anything. You're gonna of, put some a fruity spin on each. Let me see if I can do it. I'll see what I can come up yeah, with. I don't know fruit not fruit enough, but Mister Horticulture over here. All right, go ahead. No, I wanted, I wanted your fruit take on all of our news. No, I can't I can't read the news. I, I was just gonna like I was just gonna do a fruity spin oh, on, on you, what you say. Color commentary off of the actual Right. News. I the idea, yeah. Hey, we've got a website, this is bombers.com that you can go to and it'll tell you everything that would have been in this bombastic news segment. So um go to this is bombers.com and and re- read about the bombers. This is bombers.corn. <laughs> All right. Corn is a cereal. Is it a fruit? It's a, it's more like a grain, isn't it? Was yeah, cereal is made of is made of various grains. No, but corn. Oh, corn. Yeah, well corn is uh corn is uh not a fruit. It is a vegetable. Cuz it's more like it's more like wheat than it is like uh than 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 it is like a fruit. I don't I don't know much about corn, um, but I think we should probably move on. Put that we lose every listener we've ever had. Put put, put that on a t shirt. I don't know much about corn. <laughs> Quote Shay twenty twenty two. Put it on the merch site. I don't care. Do whatever yeah. you want. I, I'll buy it. I uh, buy more merch than all of you. And uh, you can you can also check us out on uh, Twitch where we do video game stuff. This is Bombers on Twitch. And man, how does Zyber do this every week? Uh, Shea Plays is pretty cool. How's that been going? Actually, did you get that all sorted uh, out? No, it. So I, I believe I should have it sorted out. I was I was busy last Friday night. I wasn't able to to do anything. Um, but I am free tomorrow night. Uh, which is two last days week. before <laughs> you're listening to this. But 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 uh, well, I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll yep. see you there. And head to our Patreon to get that pre-show that we talked about earlier. I think we did um five dollars etc etc you can join the wonderful company of our friends of the show um Haley, himaru minted peas and reaper or if you're really feeling like sporty uh you can join our best friends ann and rob they'd love to have you as their friends too because we're all friends here in the bombers unless you, you know what's a plant what's a mint Mint and peas and is also a vegetable. Peas is also a plant. Yeah, sure is. Huh. Green pea. I feel like that sugar was sugar snap pea. You ever you eat a sugar snap pea? I yeah. Like oh yeah, sugar, sugar snap snaps pea. are great. I feel like that was a little Man, bit. It's been a long time. That was, that was an easy way to connect it to fruits. That was a real was a real low hanging one, you could say. Look, it's not my fault that minted peas happened to choose my my major in college as her identity. You know. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's not at all. It's uh, it's definitely Pease's fault. Hmm. Oh, okay. What's next? Uh, next is the upcoming releases section, Anthony. We're going to talk about some of the things that are coming out over the next couple of days that I'm sure all of you are very interested in. Uh, I was browsing uh, the PlayStation 5. Um, uh, excuse me. I was browsing the PlayStation 5 store last night, and I came upon a, a the ability to download one Grand Theft Auto 5 for free. And uh, it is available beginning March 15th on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. I thought this was out already, but apparently it has not uh, come out, and it will be out on March 15th. So what do you think? Uh, are you ready for the Ides of March in Grand Theft Auto V? I think you're confused. This has been out for, like, seven no, years. No, it's brand new. It's coming. No, it's it's coming out in, uh, March 15th. Uh, brand new game. Uh, very highly anticipated Grand Theft Auto sequel. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Four. man, it's been... 14 years since Grand Theft Auto 4 came out. I think we're finally ready for a new one. Well, and also Grand Theft Auto 5. 
which came out. Yeah, it's coming out on March 15th this year, 2022. Uh, Brand new game. Here's my question. What is it about 5, specifically when Roman numeraled into the V, that causes the game to be released ad nauseum and not have a sequel? I don't know what you're talking about. GTA 5, Elder Scrolls 5. They just keep... Just Can keep you think re- of any others? I mean, I don't need any more. Two, Duke Nukem I- 5, still in development. <laughs> Can you believe it? After all this time, we had Duke Nukem 3D, Duke Nukem Forever, and now we're on to Duke Nukem 5, and it's just... If I had if I had a nickel for every series that got to five and then stopped and re-released, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird you know, that it happened twice. Suikoden really is due for a sixth game, I think, at this point. I don't know what's taking so long. Uh, you know, um, Jack and Daxter, uh, I mean, I don't know if you want to count The Lost Frontier as one, but I definitely count Jack, Jack X Combat Racing as a key... Uh, cornerstone part of that franchise so i mean we're t- we're talking about six games here nah, i'm a traditionalist um, I, if it doesn't have the five slash v in the title then then it, then it's right out like halo 5 how many times have they re-released that Jeez. this reminds me pretty significantly of when they released call of duty black ops 4 and i don't know if you remember this but the um but previously it was like call of duty black ops 3 and it was like three vertical lines a la a roman numeral and then four came out, and it was four vertical lines. Oh, was it? No, it wasn't. It wasn't the IV. It was four vertical lines. My wife is in the other room. She just gave me a look. Like, did they really do that? Yes, they did. See, I was yes, expecting it to be three vertical lines for three, but then the like Arabic, like actually character look that it up. is look up four. that box art. I, I I realized that there was a press release saying like, no, it was never Roman numerals. Like that was, was on you for it, reading it that way. But it's tally marks. Give me obviously. a break. Give me a break. Wow, it, it really is so, dumb, isn't it? It's, box well, it's very hard to, think, to. It just looks like a logo emblem. It doesn't look like a number call. Like that's part of the name. That's wild. What are you doing, right. Call of Duty? Get your stuff together. March sixteenth, Anthony. A game, little game called Tunic, is coming out. It's coming to Xbox, Xbox One, PC, and Mac. So if you like that stuff, uh, check it out. It's basically Zelda, but with a fox. And I'm not making that up. That's pretty cute looking. And by cute looking, I mean they kind of sort of have isometrically ripped off Zelda. It looks like Link's Awakening, doesn't it? Yeah. It really does. He's got red hair. He's wearing a green, well, tunic. He's got a a tunic, perhaps? (laughs) A shield that is color-themed with red and blue. Hmm. I wonder what they're trying to evoke here. Well, the creator of the game even said like it was designed to evoke uh, certain like triangle collecting games of the past. Yeah. So I mean, at least he's being like vaguely upfront about it. Cheeky, cheekily honest. I don't know. This this looks pretty yeah. cute. I might have to. I'm gonna wish list this and uh, take a look at it on. Uh... Yeah, I would like to know if it's good. I remember a couple years ago, and this game was revealed back in 2018. Uh, it was at Microsoft's E3 press conference when they were showing off like the oh indies my... at Xbox no, stuff. Come on, stop. And Sorry, I was watching st- the trailer, and it's it has an item near the end of the trailer that is themed with blue, red, and green. Come on. I'm cutting none of this as you keep interrupting the point I'm trying to make, which Sorry. is this Tra- game, as usual, was made by one person. Uh, so that's that's cool, I guess. Um, I don't know. If you're into this sort of thing, I'd say check it out. Um, I, I mean, it's not on a platform that I would pick up a game on because I can't get it physically. But, uh, you know, neat. Yeah. Not not yet. Uh, if it if it sells well enough. No, if it's if it does well, it'll get ported to PS4 and Switch and limited run. We'll probably do a, a physical version of it. So it's, you know, I'm just kind of to be honest with you, I'm kind of waiting for that because that's been happening a lot lately. So. Yep. Exactly. All right, and then finally, uh, well, we don't have Zyber here, and he was the one I was really interested in talking about this with, but. Anthony, I know you're a real big fan of Persona 4 Arena Ultimax coming to Nintendo Switch, PS4, and PSC on uh, March 17th. Oh, boy. St. Patty's Day? St. Uh, Saint Persona's Day? It's been rebranded. It's per- St. Persona's Day. What, what are you doing on St. Persona's Day? Uh, is that the... Ac- what day actually is I that? think it's the 17th, the, isn't it? It's a Thursday? When is... Oh, when, God. When Why would they do that? My work is gonna be a, is gonna be miserable the next Saint day. Nobody's gonna Patrick. come in. It's a Friday after everyone's getting wasted. This is terrible. Yep, St. Patrick's Day, March seventeenth, Thursday. 
Bombers I'll be day, yeah, I'll be recording a, a podcast that day, weirdly enough, and then doing a community yeah. night on the Twitch afterwards because that happens every Thursday. So you may be interested to know that I did actually get Persona 4 Arena, or the original like vanilla you did release on PlayStation 3. How much of it have you played? How many hours? I definitely have played it before. Really? All sorts of surprises tonight. And it, it at least went into my PS3 at one point in, in the past, and I turned it on. Played, oh, played a couple matches. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Drink your ghost. Let's, uh, drink Cyber's ghost. Let's m- I don't want to drink any more ghosts. I've had too much caffeine today already because I'm so tired. Well, then wake up. Um, also, stuff that happens every week is we do a segment that is called the Weekly Bomb. And uh, in this segment, we, t- we talk about things that are happening in the world of video games and uh, possibly other places, too. But I we haven't done that yet. Um, this week, Anthony, uh, Sony had a state of play, which if you're listening to this, this was probably almost a full week ago at this point. But Just guess what? There are still hot takes to be had. And we're going to go through every item that was announced, and we're going to tell you if it was a bomb or the bomb. How about that? We have the hottest of takes. The only podcast that discusses hot gaming news straight from the source. The only one. There are no others. A week later. Are you ready? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, hot news. Yeah, I'm ready. Hot, relevant news. All right. Um, I, I'm just pulling out my list here. All right. So here's everything that was shown. Uh, it was uh, pretty short. It was like 20 minutes or so. Uh, but it, But, you know. It's, it's okay to do a short thing as long as you got cool stuff to show, right? And they started off with a bang. Did they? A little bit of a reveal here from Capcom. Game called Exoprimal, which is like... These names are getting worse and worse, I swear. <laughs> right? but, uh, it's c- coming to PS5, PS4, uh, kind of uh, evoking initially some Dino Crisis stuff, Anthony, but uh, yeah. uh, mercifully did not end up actually being Dino Crisis because... It is an online multiplayer game where you fight dinosaurs. It's, you know what it looks like to me? It looks like they were like, let's do a Left 4 Dead Back 4 Blood ripoff. Except we can't do zombies because they're played out. So what else could we throw in there? And then some guy in the meeting room was like, dinosaurs are pretty cool. Well, that guy was right. But I'm not interested in this because I don't want, I don't want this. Yeah, the whole time I was watching it, I was like, why but why and and more importantly why did you lead your state of play with such a a non-exciting because these things aren't marketed towards us these state of plays have never been for you and me but who first of all they've never had a good one before and then secondly this (laughs) is like sony's market is primarily not people like us people who enjoy a nice single player experience because everything is shifting toward the live service model where everything has to have a multiplayer element to it and that's fine that's just what the game industry Uh, is now that's why that's why they lead off of this because a lot of people are probably well i would say a lot of people are excited about this but i've mostly only seen negative feedback so maybe i'm wrong and (laughs) i i I, your base presumption seems weird to me because in my mind PlayStation and Sony has always been the place to go for the single-player experience, and Xbox more wraps up the multiplayer online stuff. And then Nintendo is just doing whatever they do, sort of couch. Nintendo co-op. will maybe have will maybe have couch co-op. Will probably not have online, but sometimes will in weird spots. I think that yeah, generally speaking, Sony's market is the single player i mean look at the we're about to look at a bunch of other single player story driven content in this state of play so well so at least at least they still have something i was um, i was genuinely surprised with exoprimal the only thing that i'll say at the end is i was genuinely surprised that it was capcom it kind of reminds me of the effort that capcom made with the lost planet series you remember that yeah first it was a snow planet then it was terrible like yeah, it, the, but, but, the vibe I'm getting kind of reminds me of that. It's not the same thing, obviously, because there's no snow and, uh, but but fighting the big monsters and you know all that stuff. Like I, it a had, little Lost Planet, it, and it, that was a Capcom, and game. it had a little a tiny amount of reminisce to Monster Hunter. So I I kind of get that, but it 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 didn't feel like it had a large studio like Capcom behind it. If you get what I'm trying to say about it. I do. Uh, I guess the other piece of information that's important to note here about Exoprimal is that uh, it's coming out in 2023. 
It's a long time from now, Anthony. So it's over a year, probably. At well, definitely, I would imagine over a year. So it is kind of early in the development, I guess. But then that's just the whole why you're showing this stuff off so early. You know? That, well, I don't know. That's all. Of, um, I'm done. All right. Yeah. You're right. Let's move yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, you're, let's let's done being bummed about that because they did show some pretty cool stuff. And one of those things was uh, the Dio Field Chronicle, Anthony, which is basically uh, so the, the couple games from Square here. Um, it's my understanding this game is basically going to be Final Fantasy Tactics. I think that I didn't pay attention to this portion because it was Square <laughs> Enix, and I immediately went, "All right, I got work to do," and checked out. <laughs> and I recall during this part. Like, tell me if you agree with me. the The voice acting, or just the voice quality of the uh, voiceovers, the the overall production quality, I mean, seemed really um, current times work from homey. <laughs> you know, I gotta go back and watch it again because I I wasn't really paying that close of attention. I'm not big into into tactics RPGs anyway, but um, and I don't really. Yes, like, I understand why this is a big deal for Tactics fans and fans of Final Fantasy Tactics, basically, but this is not for me, so I didn't really pay super close attention like you. Zyber, rest um, his soul, oh. would have loved this. Is <laughs> did, did he leave any sort of dying messages about the Dio Field Chronicle that we... Like, maybe we can um, uh, uh, reach out to him and see what he thought via some sort of exorcism-type event. I bet if we, like sifted our way through all of the old bombers episodes we could definitely like necromance an audio file together that talks about how excited he is about this all right i will do that no you won't (laughs) no one's gonna do that all right uh so let's see here uh the next game that was announced was valkyrie elysium and it's a uh, Valkyrie profile game, yeah. which I, I know obviously you love RPGs, Anthony. What do you What do you think what, of uh, the, Valkyrie profile? The wildest part is it's going and going, and and then it reveals the name, and I'm like, "Hey, is this Valkyrie profile?" So I I did know, and then they showed the, like what I assume was the main character from Valkyrie profile at the end, and I was like, "Oh, hey, it is." So I was proud of myself for at least like putting that together. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, what, were you just rewatching the trailer too, and and your uh, I would, on, no, on your side I, eye? No, I was not. So this article that I pulled up with all the info on it has trailers on it, helpfully, so that I can kind of like as we're talking about them, just watch them again, so that I can resolidify my opinions. Uh, I don't know. Looks all right. I, uh, I I don't really know anything about Valkyrie Profile, so I I need. Uh, Whilst watching specifically this trailer for Valkyrie Elysium, it's a loud truck. Um. I was watching it and going, man, I remember when Square Enix games like were the cutting edge of like a high def, good looking, etc. Like, yeah, and really... it doesn't look super great, does it? No, it doesn't. But like, you know, back on PS2, Final Fantasy X was like, wow, I can't believe they're getting this out of the PlayStation 2 and etc. And then, yeah, this game is kind of rough looking. I feel like I need to check out Valkyrie Profile because I'm seeing some good reviews here. Oh, yeah. Classic PlayStation game, PlayStation 2, and then it went away forever. There's a DS game. And then I know nothing about this at all. What kind of game is this? What, Valkyrie Profile What's... or Valkyrie Elysium? Yeah, we know. No, it's an RPG. Uh, Valkyrie anything. Uh, it's a classic. It's a JRPG, so I don't know much about it. I'm surprised that you aren't into it. You love it. I, yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that I'm surprised that I've really made no effort to do so. So just put it on the list. Put it on the list. Another thing I have to do. Yeah, there you go. So uh also announced uh, an update for Returnal. Do you care about Returnal? I mean n- no. <laughs> well will you return to Returnal? I never I bet I'd like everyone's made that joke already. I never even well. I never even started to, so I can't go back. I don't know. I couldn't piece You can't together. return to Returnal. They're adding a co op mode and, and stuff. I wonder if they've added a mode where you can like actually suspend your game mid game and not lose everything if the PS five decides to shut down. I wonder if they I think they did that. I'm just taking dumb shots and stuff. Yeah, they they fixed that. But yeah. Uh launch title for the PS five getting a multiplayer co op mode. And, not uh, a launch title. Not a launch title. Launch window, I believe. I thought it was a launch title. 
Uh, no, whatever. I think it was one of the really early 2021 was, PS5 games. It was so very early. Um, for, for for most people, every PS5 game is a launch title because no one has a PS5 still. True. Uh, it's it's. I mean they they've added actual content uh, with like story content, not just like here's some additional cosmetics that you can pay us for type of stuff. So I mean that's good. Yep. There's actual gameplay. Next, Anthony, we had Ghostwire Tokyo, uh, which is actually, uh, we already knew about, and it's coming out in a couple weeks. Uh, pretty standard fare here, just a, just a release trailer, a launch trailer. Um, I think the game looks awesome, and I can't wait to give it a shot. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Evil I... Within E. What? It's like Evil Within, but not. Oh, Evil Within E. Evil Within S? Yes. Oh, yes. I don't know. I thought it, I thought it looked pretty neat. Um, I will... I've I've been all I've been all over this game since they first revealed it a couple years ago, so I'm into it I'll, for sure. I'll, I'll compliment that they've stuck to the um, Japanese voice track with s- subtitle thing to really go for sort that actual like Tokyo authenticity, considering it's called Ghostwire Tokyo. So that's, that's that was the one thing about Ghosts of Tsushima that I thought was really weird was that the English language was in there like as a default. Yeah, but. I, like, I get that it's a big AAA release and everything, but, like, if we're going for authenticity, which we should be for a game that's set in Japan, and it's not like an RPG, you know, like, you have to read a bunch of text, like, just put the voices in Japanese, it's fine. Well... We can handle it. And if it's an RPG where you have to read a bunch of... What? Because you're reading subtitles... Text. Any... Wait. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, I'm talking <laughs> about RPGs that don't... I'm talking about RPGs that don't have voice acting. Ah, well, you... Then you... Like, obviously, I mean, you put it, that in English. It needs to be in text um i played through with the japanese voice track for uh ghost tsushima because as you point out why why wouldn't you no like i genuinely can't imagine why you would play it in english like that just <laughs> seems like a bad idea yeah it seems like you wouldn't even enjoy it i don't know i don't know so uh, the fact that they're like pushing that as the, the default experience i really i appreciate that me too me too. All right. Uh, Forspoken, um, we knew about. I don't... It, I mean... I, I have no interest in Forspoken. Oh, I, I actually <laughs> think it looks pretty cool and might end up having to pick it up. I mean... Uh, another Square Enix game, by the way. I know. Interesting, I, like, how it, much it, interest, play they Interestingly enough, yeah. But it looks cool. I I had forgotten that we'd had it, like, previously announced, announced, and uh, at one point in the past month was just goofing around on PlayStation 5 looking through the store for sales and stuff and came across Forspoken on there and was like, huh, this looks neat. So then when it was on the state of play, you- I was like, oh, yeah, that still looks neat. Are you having trouble keeping track of everything? Because I really, really am I mean, these days. Gen- gen- uh, just everything that's been announced, you know, it's been years for some of these things. Some of them, because of world events, like went into hiding for a long time. And just, man, it's hard to keep track of this stuff. Generally speaking, that's why I hate when they do the, let's announce this four years before. Because I forget about it. We've got other stuff that's coming out in the interim four years. You gotta, you gotta hit the hammer while it's anvil. Or hit the hot what? iron. Yep. I don't know. Nintendo, g- All right. generally speaking, does it pretty well where there's a smaller window, except for certain, uh, except except for a couple of games, certain that unspoken shall remain titles. <laughs> uh, Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy, something that's coming out uh, like next week, actually. So uh, keep your eyes open for that. Uh, Gundam Evolution. Uh, what do you know? Are you a Gundam guy? Are you a mech guy? Uh, like, you a, you, I know you like models. I'm not like super into Gundam, but I am aware of it and know enough about it. I'm sure there are certain members of the community who I don't think listen to the podcast who are very excited about this game. Um, it looked interesting. Like, as I was watching the game, the quote-unquote gameplay, because who knows if it's actually like reflective of what the gameplay will be like, but... The gameplay stuff of it, I was like, eh, it doesn't really seem very Gundam. It just seems like a, a arena shooter that happens to have Gundam skins for the characters. So, I I don't I, I like I genuinely don't have anything to say about this because I know nothing about any of this. It's a we'll but have, it is coming to America now. We know that for sure. Yep. There's a. It said that there was a like um play preview stress test something or another coming to japan and u.s so 
Guess we'll see cool. what it's like when people actually get their hands on it. Not me, though. Not me. Maybe me. Nope. We'll see if I get convinced, but probably not. You said there's people in our Discord server who are like into this thing? Oh, yeah. Well, or just into Gundam in general. Okay. I'd, I'd like to uh, 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 run very far away from those people. <laughs> All right. Now... Now it's time for TMNT, the Cowabunga Collection, Anthony. Definitely. And, uh, we, we counted them up pre-show, and we came up with 13 TMNT games. TMNT Arcade, TMNT Turtles in Time Arcade, TMNT on NES, TMNT 2 on NES, TMNT 3, the Manhattan Project. I'm going to just stop saying TMNT because they're all TMNT games, and it just, I, it's, it's starting to sound unreal to me. Turtles Tournament uh, Fighter, man- Turtles 4, Turtles in Time, Turtles Tournament Fighters, uh, t- Super Nintendo. T- Turtles Hyperstone Heist, Turtles Tournament Fighters. Oh, uh, so there's thir- how many Tournament Fighters games are there? That seems weird. Well, that's the thing. There's 13 games, but like three of them are Tournament Fighters: NES, SNES, and Genesis. So, well, the the big win here for me was uh, TMNT Three Radical Rescue on Game Boy. Uh, which I'm only interested in because somebody mentioned that it was essentially a Metroidvania, uh, but or you know, it, it's a Metroid-like game that came out pre-Castlevania Symphony of the Night. And since this is Konami, I feel like there's a lot of, you know, maybe they were trying some stuff out. Like you'll you'll see uh, game developers try do stuff like that where they'll test concepts on licensed games or things that you know are maybe not expected to make as much of a splash uh, amongst the hardcore people. I've seen that before, and maybe this is an example of that. So I want to check that out. And this is a cool collection for sure, even with there being multiple versions of same game type stuff going on. It's 13 Turtles games, and it's from the like high point, you know, Turtles Arcade, Turtles in Time, etc. Where are you old enough, Anthony, that uh, TMNT had a big impact on your childhood? Because it, I just kind of missed it. I just missed it yeah. by a couple of years. Oh, yeah. I definitely grew up playing Turtle Toys and watching the original cartoon. Uh, did you play any of the games originally? Oh, yeah, like, the, did you have that on Super Nintendo? Or? I, I did not own any. But, like, going to the arcade, like, that's how old I am. I went to the arcade and played arcade games in the arcade. You're so cool. Um, but the Tur- Turtles Arcade was one of the, like, primo arcade games. That, X-Men, and the Simpsons Arcade were, like, the, the big ones. So this this is a cool collection. Uh, we'll see. I think that a lot of the make or break for this is going to be what the final pricing for it is. I want to say it's 40 bucks physical. Uh, because they are releasing it physically, which was surprising to me, and I'm happy that they are. Yeah. But uh, and that's would you buy it for forty? I think I'd buy it for forty. I, I, I would be very tempted to buy it for forty physical. Certainly. Okay. All right. Uh, Giga Bash uh, is a uh, four-player monster fighting game, uh, which I always want to like more than I end up actually liking. Like Godzilla Destroy All Monsters Melee, that I just thought was the literally, coolest concept in the world. That was the game that I was watching this, and I went, oh, it's Godzilla Destroy All Monsters Melee. Neat. Except it doesn't really look all that good, and well, I like the, I like to, how the monsters look, I guess, to, but uh, but visually, this is not a super appealing game otherwise. I mean, to be perfectly honest, neither was... Godzilla destroy all monsters melee. So well, it's not now. I thought at the time it looked pretty damn good. It was okay. It's twenty years old. You feel old now? Huh. So, anyways, yeah, you do. Giant monsters fighting in a city, neat, but it's One I, player. It sounds hard to make like. It sounds hard to make an entire game out of that. You know, it's more. It seems like more like I. I now i think yeah uh, now i think you need maybe a little bit more I, I i guess it remains to be seen exactly how deep this is but watching watching the little the very short trailer that they included you really don't see a ton of you know depth um, there like, i don't think just content in general it seems like this is definitely one of those free to play games as service short play it for a little bit and then come back later looking type of games as far as a modern audience is concerned as opposed to destroy all monsters which got away with that 20 years ago as just being the entire experience of the game so i mean play it for a little bit sounds about right so 
Yep. Uh, as I get ever more tired as we streak towards the end of this episode of Bombers. Let's talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R. This actually uh, is not a new game. This came out probably 10 years ago on PS3, I think. I was um, surprisingly excited about this. I don't know why. I, I mean, if you're into JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, I can see is, why you'd be excited. Be- that's the weird thing. Really not. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I have to know. I have to know. What What is there for you here? Uh, it just, it, it it's was a, a fighting game. I didn't know you were into fighting games, I, first of all. I have problems where I, I occasionally enjoy the concept of fighting games. It's much like horror games where I enjoy the idea behind it, but I don't actually want to sit down and play it. Because I, Do we know who's developing this game? Because every time I see a game like this, I, immediately what comes to mind is the, the Dragon Ball Z well, fighting games, it's basically. Bandai Namco. So, is it? Okay, yeah. so yeah, it's the same... Yeah, so they're just taking a year off of Dragon Ball. They're going to try JoJo for a little bit, well, and, JoJo- and then next year they'll be back to Dragon Ball as usual. JoJo's as a very big, probably as big, uh, IP comp- comparatively to Dragon Ball to begin with. I do not believe you. Well, hang out in the weeb crowds. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> hold on, my cat is being hold, hold on. I'm not editing. I'm editing out the earlier bathroom break. I'm not editing out this part. This is really I'm just infuriating. Gonna, I'm just going to talk about JoJo because you have a wireless headset. Do it. I liked how the game like looked. Like it, it's got that good cell shading, comic-y. Like it looks like JoJo. If you've seen any of the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure show, it's got that that interesting sketchiness like there's a very specific it's kind of like a half cell shady kind of a half yeah like a like a pencil sketch almost yeah that's a, a very but, specific but also cell, visual. clearly cell shaded yeah and like a beautiful joe almost yeah kind of and it, it, it's um I don't, I don't know how much you know about fighting game history in general but there was a really i'd, I'd have to look it up because I, I forgot to journalism this but there was a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure fighting game that was a like 2D pixel like Super Street Fighter 2-ish era style game. Um, it came out uh, when Super Street Fighter 2 came out, or you're saying it was designed after that no, game like, came out? No, like around time? that time. No, I don't know. Which I don't actually know the name of her if anything. you've heard of this if you've heard of this mystery game post something about it in the discord in the bombers chat how about that Sh- sure um <laughs> but it's yeah. the one where dio who's the guy in the yellow suit drops like stabs a guy 15 million times and drops a steamroller on him i don't know if you've ever seen that like little video so, drops a steaming roller on him i, I gotcha it's a it's a classic is what i'm going for it was me, Dio. Yes, that's the meme. Yep. Uh, all right. Anything else on uh, <laughs> nope. JoJo's bizarre episode of Bombers? All right. That went nowhere. Uh, last thing. Last thing that was shown, Anthony. I'm actually probably most excited for this uh, from everything that was shown, which just shows you like where my headspace is at when I'm watching these these uh, Nintendo Direct style events. Which is, I just want to see something that looks awesome and is just different than other stuff. And Trek to Yomi is kind of insidey in in the way and there i go again adding the the letter y i mean it's like inside and it's like limbo uh but only in that it's black and white it's like a japanese samurai type side scroller game uh and i'm just really into how the game looks i'm into the whole samurai aesthetic i'm into ghost of tsushima like give me more of this please and it's very japanese and it's very moody looking and uh i'm into it yeah it looked really cool uh fun little I don't know how much of a weeb nerd you are. Yomi is uh, the Japanese underworld. So I am not uh, that much of a weeb to know what the Japanese underworld is. Well, nah. I just know that I like how it looks and how it sounds. And it was it was cool looking. It looks I'm cool. Definitely looking forward to learning more about that game, which I mean shouldn't be too long of a wait. I mean they they said quote unquote spring, but. We're in. We're we're. It's there. It's coming up. So why don't we have a a, a more firm date on that at this point? Um, and it is uh, Devolver Digital, so they're they make good games. Devolver does. They sure do. I hope it comes to other stuff. I know it's coming to PC. Um, 
But I know I, a lot of these games were also, as they were announced for PS5 or PS4, they were also announced for other platforms, like kind of stealthily, but Sony had the, you know, the reveal right and the marketing right to it. Uh, hopefully this is one that can find its way to other platforms as well. Not because I want to play it on another, on another system. I think PS5 would probably do this game a lot of favors in terms of its visual style. Um, but it'd be neat to, to just kind of get it out there. Wide, to, widen to the people. audience. And it's Devolver, so yeah. they're not necessarily tied to Sony either. No. They, and, they do and tend. And they've historically, they've released Katana Zero like as a launch exclusive for Switch and then brought it to other platforms. So like that would not be unusual for them. Yep. But it does, All it right. looks fun. Uh, it looks fun. In a it sure does. kind of way. All right, Anthony. That's the end of the show. Oh, wait. Is it? First, we need to do something else. What? Shows, shows over, go home. What? what is it? What is the thing that we're doing? What is the other thing? It's called Minish Recap. Oh! Ant. What did you what did you do? What did you what do you have to recap? Um well, here's a little thing that might catch you off guard. Uh earlier of this week I went back and played some more of Halo Infinite's single player mode. And uh Which you hate? question mark or is that i have a hard time keeping uh who hates what straight around here well everybody hates everything except for the people who don't hate things so. i already blocked all those people on twitter exactly um i mean it remains one of those why did this have to be open world situations but I still sat down and was it was like, well, I'm going to shoot things and run around and do the open world. Let me mark off the check marks on the o- the overworld map type of stuff. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Gun- gunplay still feels fairly good overall, so at least it's generally fun to play as a shooter game. Whether or not it's necessarily a super great Halo game is still in debate as far as I'm concerned. But I, I at least went back and played more of it, so they got that going for him. Yay! <laughs> I I don't know. I have like this is another situation where you know you realize okay, Zyber's dead. He's not here. So there's a lot of topics that we have here that we're really not going to be able to say a lot about. But let's just keep them in just in case one of us has something to say. And it turns out when you guys talk Halo Infinite, I have like nothing to say about it. Well, how about so the game called Timberborn? Which is okay. This I want to know more about. It is a, tell me about Timberborn, a um, resource management like city builder mm. style game where you are controlling a uh, society of beavers who are building their whole spiel along a river. Or so it's like Spore, but with beavers. Not quite, but. The cool thing about this game is that everything is based around the water physics of the game to a degree. Oh, so it's, so it's like Wetrix, but with beavers. No, it's it's like uh, Spore, but w- with Wetrix. No, it's um, <laughs> <laughs> it's all built around the river that's in the middle where. The game calculates distance from water source to allow things to grow, and because it's a resource management, you need things to grow to keep yourself fed, to, you know, keep your beavers properly hydrated, because nobody wants a dry beaver. And, uh, you gotta deal with a (laughs) fluctuating, uh, series of, uh, like, wet seasons and droughts. So you have to properly build your beaver dam to hold back water so that you can survive through the droughts. And it's pretty good. I really enjoy that aspect of it. I, I I went in and like one third of the map I turned into a giant reservoir lake. And I, I really like the I really like the aesthetic of the game, the visual aesthetic. Yeah. Uh, I like how everything is. It's very wooden, which makes sense, right? But you also get like the you know the river the riverside stones, and and I, I like the way the water looks and. It's a nice looking game. Uh, very style, very stylish. Yeah, it's fun, uh, and it's still technically an early access, which is wild. But it's oh, I like the beavers. They look, they look cool. Yeah, it's one of those. Er- <laughs> oh, look, that one's carry. That one's carrying a crate on his back. That's adorable. <laughs> it's one of those early access games where it feels like a finished product that they're still adding more to, as opposed to a lot of other ones where it's not even developed yet, and they just want money, and then they're going to stop working on it, type of things. How much do you pay for an early access product such as Timberborn? It's usually cheaper than a full release 
the normal price for Timberborn was $25. I got it for $20 on sale. So for a for a full experience modern game, pretty good deal. So twenty five bones in stores now. And I I like those resource management city builder style games, like an RTS, except that there's no army, so you don't have to worry about fighting. See, I would like those sort of resource management uh, kinds of games. Um, in fact, I'd be really into them. But the problem is, is that my job is literally resource management. Like that was my title, resource management specialist for a while. Uh, my title has changed, but my job responsibilities are essentially the same. Um, so that's visceral that's gut no good. reaction to I don't want. Yeah, like I don't want to go. Like I'm not going to take a day off of work and play Timberborn because then I'm not taking a day off of work. I'm just I'm just doing something differently with my day. Maybe it's a fun day. Maybe it's a good day, but it doesn't feel like a day off. Right. So, I mean, I, I guess, you know, managing a herd of beavers would probably be easier than managing the chuckleheads that I have to work with, <laughs> some of whom listen to this podcast. Uh, but uh, we'll talk about that later. Not taking it back. What about you? What did you do? All right. Uh... Well, my my dad came into town. Uh, he was visiting, and uh, we went to a couple. We went to a couple concerts last night. We went to uh, His Golden Messenger at uh, at a local venue, and then uh, and then uh, on uh, Monday night we went to Little Feet in Milwaukee. And I don't know if you know Little Feet, but uh, that's the they're like an older the, Southern the, Rock the dinosaur from Land Before Time. No, it's a little foot. Oh, that's geez. different. There's more than entirely. so more than one of that dinosaur. That's right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, you, you in Exo Primals in stores now, um, but what I came to the realization of is that my dad, who is like seventy three years old, is in like significantly better shape than I am, uh, and is much more well equipped to be in these scenarios where he's up late, he's partying with the kids, he's at Little Feet, he's at his school and Messenger, he's having a great time. Uh, and I'm just like standing there. I'm just like, I am so freaking tired. Like, when is this show going to be over? Like, and I'm having a good time, but there, there gets to a point where I'm just like, I'm counting down the minutes where I'm like, okay, they just played one of their most well-known songs. So I know we got to be getting near the end. I bet, I bet there's like three or four more. And then they're going to do like a one song encore. And then it's a two song encore. And it's the most devastating thing in the world to me. I'm just, I feel like I'm getting too old, man. Am I getting too old to be going to all these shows? I go to it like a show a week on average. It's too much. One, I'm so tired all the time. That is that is a lot of shows per week on a per capita basis. Two, welcome to my experience with going to shows over the past, I don't know, seven years. However younger than me you are. It just sucks because I you know, I'm twenty eight. I'm not I'm not old. Yep. I'm starting to feel older. Seven but years. I'm not old. Uh but at the same time, like, shouldn't I be like, I should still be enjoying my, my youth, my prime, or am I out of my prime? Is that official? No. Yeah. That's, am I officially out of that's my prime? official? You're out. Oh man. I mean, that's that... even, I, I'll admit this, even going to fish shows, there are times at fish shows where I'm there, like I'm having a really good time, but they're winding up soon. Right. I'm, I'm tired. You kind of like, can we just play character zero and get out of uh, here already? Or literally any other song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, but but yeah, uh, you know I I don't. It, it, this could be it, man. This could be the beginning of the end of of me going to like fifty shows a year. Uh, yeah. I I mean that's we'll what we'll see. You never really stop, but you do definitely slow down. And then I guess uh, per what we saw with your dad, you get a second wind at some point around sixty something. I'm pretty sure he was also like sneaking Things. edibles <laughs> while I wasn't looking. I, can I say edibles on the podcast? Edibles, edibles, edibles. Oh, um, oh man, we got to get the editor to edit to herbals those. Out. Oh crap! <laughs> uh, I have a funny story about that, by the way, that I'll I'll tell you later. That, I'm not going to tell you on the podcast. That, that's for the post show or the post post show. Nope, <laughs> no, that's on the post post show. That's not even getting. No one can hear that story except uh, my good friend Anthony. And after the uh, party, so I, think, I don't know. I, there's the after. So after I didn't party. really do anything else. I just got I just got really depressed uh, and. Uh, and that was my week. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, I mean, not to, not, I don't know if you were looking for encouragement, but like, hey, I'm here to tell you it gets worse. No, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> looking for encouragement or even like a, a false ray of hope so much as I'm just looking for someone to confirm 
that I'm not crazy. I actually am getting older, and like it's time to start slowing down here. That's the way. That's the way it do be, though. No, I know. I just I, I was I wasn't sure exactly when it would happen, and maybe it is happening now, and that's okay Turn, because it's part of the aging process. Turns out it happened in uh, March of 2022, so you can mark that one down. Yeah, it sure did. Uh, something changed after that Neil Francis show uh, in ja- back in January. I was like, okay, this is the best night of my life. It's only downhill from here. And then it was. All right, coming next week on Bombers, Neil Francis. He's our guest. Welcome, Neil. He's here now. No, he's not. It's the next um. Week, it's not till next week. That's it'll be our uh, chemistry test to see if he's a fit replacement for deceased bomber number three, Cyber. Ah, oh, rest in peace. Are we reti- I guess. We, we never did discuss this. Are we retiring the number or do we just pass it on to like a successor? Um, I, I mean, the way I see it, he kind of had the same impact on bombers that like a Jackie Robinson had on baseball, uh, you know, just breaking down barriers and, and, you know, really challenging the conceptions of, well, and the established. Uh, you know, what a, what a podcast, what a podcaster should be, uh, whether or not a podcaster should be playing games <laughs> while podcasting. Uh, you know, whether a podcaster should be paying attention to their co-hosts at all. The certain... Uh, you, just a lot of things yeah, that uh, that Zyber did, uh, the, breaking barriers. The man. amount that you should be chewing when you're not doing a mukbang podcast. I, I can't believe that people exist that watch those videos. God, it's so... <laughs> it's so... Uh, it just... It, it really like, wigs I, it, me It feels out. like a thing that someone... It's a it's a thing where nobody actually watches the video. They just keep sending it to each other as a prank, it's, and they cl- keep clicking on it, and they're like, "Oh, I just gave it another view." It's it's one of those gross things that are like, "Huh, guess I'm into this now." Where you 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 send it around long enough that you eventually it's, it's like ironically using a term that then unironically becomes part of your lexicon. You know. Yeah, I, I don't I don't have a witty response to that because I just I kept thinking about like I should just ask people like what mukbang video should I watch? Like send me a if, okay, do this. If you're listening to this, oh boy. I want you to send me your favorite mukbang video uh, and I will watch it and report back on next week's episode. Cl- clarification, definitely uh directly DM that to him and please do not post that in the server. <laughs> yeah, because everyone will then be forced to watch. It's not like inappropriate, right? Like they're not naked in any Well, I mean, maybe there are some. If it's don't like, send me those. I, got, I, I guess well, I, I can find those on my own. If you're on you if you're on YouTube probably not, but there are other sites that, that they might link you to and you should question those. youtube.com naked mukbang. Make it happen. Yes. I hate this conversation. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> this is a great... Okay, uh, this is a great title. Oh, boy. This is uh, ASMR Mukbang Black Bean Fire Noodles and Chicken Nuggets. In parentheses, no talking. And then close parentheses, in all caps, eating sounds. <laughs> this is tremendous. So we're in the, oh, we're in the, I, we're in the post show now, right? It says 44 million views. I hate... 